0: Hello nerds, we're brought to you by Proper Cloth. Proper Cloth is a premium quality, perfect fitting shirt that you can buy over at propercloth.com. Now here's the thing, when we're getting emails from you guys, a lot of common questions are, how should I dress for my date? How can I look really good and really proper for my date in a way that will impress her? Here's the thing, there's really no right or wrong answer, but if you're wanting to leave a really great impression, Proper Cloth is gonna help you with that. Now, six months back, they asked me to try out one of their shirts and they said, our shirts will last a while. Yes, they do cost a little bit more than your standard shirts, but they will last you a lot longer. And that dollar will go a lot farther than it would with a bunch of these other shirts, which will rip, which will tear, which will look worn down and ratty after a few washes. Not with proper cloth. Not only is it custom fitted to fit your body in a way that's gonna make you look great, cause that's the thing, fitting clothes really does matter. You don't want a shirt that looks too big on you or a shirt that looks too small on you. And with proper cloth they make sure that the shirt looks perfectly fit on you. So it is properly conforming to your size and shape, which is great, that's what you need. Now here's the thing, these shirts do cost a little bit more and the quality is in the pricing of course but we're here to help. If you use gift code NERDSINLOVE at checkout, you will get $20 off your first custom shirt. Now again, these shirts do last a while, but we're gonna give you a little bit of a discount here so that you can get the shirt that you need and get into a shirt that's gonna get you more dates and hopefully more success in your dating life. So check out propercloth.com, see what kind of shirts they have, and hopefully you can find one that will get you Farther in your dating life. With that said, let's get on with the show. Thanks for your time.
1: She won't get married because she's never been in love.
0: Andy's really hot. And don't get me wrong, you're cute too, but Andy is like cut from Marvel. He's gorgeous. He's like this beautiful face and this incredible body. And. I genuinely don't care that he's kind of lame. For a lot of people, love isn't just a slogan.
1: And if he hits you again, you tell me. I'd be forced to knock his teeth out.
0: I don't think that would be such a good idea. He's big.
1: I'm sorry. It's written into my character to do it, so I do it. What do you mean love? You mean big lightning bolt to the heart where you can't eat and you can't work and you just run off and get married and make babies.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Nerds in Love podcast. I'm your host Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD, who you can find at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph? I'm great. How are you? Doing very well, thank you. Good. Uh, you know, it's a cold but sunny day in Vancouver, which is odd, but I mean, sometimes you got to take it to take it, whatever you can, I suppose. So, um, yeah, uh, how's the weather out in Florida?
1: It is. It's actually cooler this morning. It was, uh, uh, high forties. Okay. Okay. So right now it's about 54 degrees. So that's kind of cooler. Nice. So I I'm getting number signals thrown at me. It was 50. What? Three. It was what? It was 60. No. <laughs> Michael's holding up his hands. It was Wait, something. what was the first number? <laughs> I'm not, he's giving me numbers, uh, I guess, of the temperature, Oh, but then I, I can't figure out. Gotcha. <laughs> well, yeah. you, you haven't eaten
0: yet, so we got to get the, we should get those this going just so you can have some Oh, food. this doesn't have
1: to do with hunger. This is oh. just, this is just I mean, me not understanding hand signals.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's probably partially due to the food, but maybe not. For no, me. no, I'm not no. hungry yet,
1: actually, but I'm going to okay. be hungry this
0: in a bit. Uh, but yes, uh, you can find more at Stephanie Sarkis at stephaniesarkis.com. And also this podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment. So if you do need uh, proper treatment, please uh, reach out to your mental health professional in your area. Or you can even reach out to Steph if you uh, yep. needed to. So, And if you have any questions or concerns, you can always email us at mailbag at threeangrynerds.com. Uh, like anthony did anthony says nerds girl i've been facetiming with wants to meet she lives a five-hour flight away she she is suggesting sorry that i let her stay at my place i'm not opposed to it but what considerations if any
1: should i make anthony um my feeling is that it if she suggested it that means that you didn't offer it first yeah which means that there's a reason why you didn't offer it and i take a look at why that might be um, I, you don't mention how long you've been uh, Facetiming with her, so that has some weight to the answer to your question. Um, yeah. I would just do a background check because if you've never seen her face to face, you want to make sure she is who she says she is. Yeah, um, pay pay for a hotel for her, or split the cost of one. Um, it it just seems like eh, there's there's a reason why you didn't offer. Yeah, I think.
0: Definitely meeting not at your place first is recommended. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. Because you don't want to be in a situation where, who knows, maybe she's with some guy or maybe she's not who she says she is. Maybe she's got some other issues. Who knows? There's Mm -hmm. so many different things that could go wrong with this, and you don't want to risk that. So play it safe. Um, As for um, what you could do, I mean, if you meet her – um, I would probably say if you can try to hook her up in a hotel or something like that um, you staying at her place or her staying at your place isn't necessarily the safest for either of you because you don't know what each other is who you, you know, are really um, if you are going to I would say make sure you let a friend know uh the situation and it might even be worth as like a safety precaution to maybe like uh ask her for like her id like i had a friend that they were in a similar situation and what they did is they basically took a photo of the other person's id and sent it to a friend that they trusted in case anything happened likewise you know maybe just offer to like take a photo of your ID and she send it to her friend or something, just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to go a long way towards establishing trust and obviously if they were to say, no, I don't want to do that or I don't want to you know, do that, then you can kind of tell that you know there's no trust there and that maybe you, you might want to uh, do something else. Um, but I think the most rationally minded people and people who have both their safety and your safety in mind wouldn't be opposed to um, sharing that uh but that's mm-hmm. also kind of like do you really want to go through all that that's a lot of work too and i mean it might be a little awkward to bring up so maybe the hotel's better uh, the other option too is you know no, there's nothing to say that maybe you can't do the hotel for one night uh you don't say how long that you guys would be spending time together but i assume it would probably be a couple or a few days maybe you spend one night not together and maybe if things progress and you feel more confident then you might be able to change that but um that would be another option as well but basically just go at your own pace don't feel like you have to rush anything and if you uh ultimately get to the point where you are confident maybe just make sure that you're uh making sure that it's safe and secure for both you and uh you should hopefully at the end of the day have a safe and fun time Anything there else? you go. Anything else, Steph? Is...
1: nope.
0: Pretty much. Good luck, uh, yeah. Anthony. Uh,
1: best. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. Uh, do you want to read Christine's email? Sure. Nerd's have been dating this guy. And he wants to participate in a shared drug experience. I've done drugs in the past. I'm not opposed. But is there any ben- Are there any benefits to this? So, Christine, um, we don't know what drug it is. So that yeah, that might be no. helpful. Um, how long have you known this person who's supplying the drugs? How much trust do you have in this person? Uh, Do you have a sober buddy? Is it something like a psychedelic where it would help to have someone there that's not using, um, Mm -hmm. you said you used drugs in the past. I wonder, did you stop for a particular reason or was it just circumstance? Um, so if you have stopped for a reason, I would look at maybe why you stopped. Um, is there a reason for that? So, um, I, I would, I'm, on the conservative side and I'd say don't do it, mm-hmm. but that's your choice. It's, I just don't know how long you've been dating this guy. And there's so many things that could go wrong. And, and especially if you don't, if you don't have control over what you're doing or you have foggy memory, I, I just, I just would not feel comfortable with you being in that situation. But Kurt, I think you probably have more saying this than I do. I mean, you have more experience. So, um, maybe not i don't know okay (laughs) like maybe not i i guess like like not that i know anything about kurt's drug history i should add that
0: yeah i was gonna say i swear i don't do drugs no um no because i mean uh just doing a little bit of research it appears like some people will claim that you know some drugs, particularly like MDMA, ecstasy, uh, whatnot, uh, help them people feel a connection with others. Now the thing is, is if this person uh, has just sort of been raised on this and as a way to sort of establish a connection with somebody that they have affection for, that's not a healthy way to establish a connection. Um, and if that's what they're trying to do, like that's their goal, we need to find ways to replace that unhealthy habit of establishing a connection with a healthier Mm -hmm. one. Maybe you guys go on a trip together. Maybe you guys build something together. I don't know. But it seems to me like the, the goal here with this person is that they want to establish a deeper connection. Well, there's there's really no way that you can really keep a relationship consistently with that connection based on drug use. There's no way. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's not something that you can maintain, nor is that something you should even entertain in the first place. So what you should try to do is maybe figure out what exactly their goal is and confirm. Is this something that – because this is just my speculation. Like, But you'd want to confirm. Like, Are they just trying to establish a connection? And if they are, Mm -hmm. find ways that you can maybe replace that with a healthier alternative – Uh, if not, and you guys are both, if they're, if that's something that's really, truly critical to them and they're not willing to budge on, then you may want to consider maybe moving on. Um, because if somebody really is relying on that as a way to establish the basis of a connection with somebody else, then that gets to be a bit problematic and you, you probably won't get far with someone like that. In my opinion, at least. Um, yeah. Yep all right next email is from cindy cindy says nerds i've been wanting to introduce my friends to my new boyfriend is throwing a party a great way to do this or introduce one by one or i guess she's saying should i introduce them one by one this is my first real real relationship cindy
1: um, so i'm gonna tell you something uh life-changing ask him what he wants <laughs> yes ask him so that's we always talk about open communication he may be someone that prefers meet people one-on-one he may prefer to have a large group and we don't really know so i think asking him is just kind of courteous because you want him to be comfortable
0: yeah oh exactly and the thing is too is you know uh does it i mean i don't know if it really matters either i mean you know Introducing your partner to your friends, whether one by one or at a party, I mean, either way, you know, both achieve the same goal. But yeah, I would just mm-hmm. ask them what they want. If it's something that they're comfortable with, then sure, go for it. If not, then find a different alternative. But introducing your mm-hmm. partner to your friends is not something that you probably need to have a hard, fast rule on. I think it's really just whatever you're both comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: All right uh do you want to read terry's email sure terry says nerds on the past few dates i've been wait on the past few dates, i've been on i'm <laughs> sorry i needed a comma oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry should have so... added into this one Gee. <laughs> And contrary to what you might think, I'm completely sober. So uh, the past few days I've been on, comma, the girls don't match their photos. Is this something that should be bothering me or is this something I should be more relaxed on? Yeah, I think it's normal for it to bother you. It can show a lack of honesty. And I'm wondering, are these photos where maybe, you know, you can look completely different based on what angle of is taken. But are these photos that have been heavily Photoshopped? Is it not that person at all? Because if you go meet someone somewhere and it's not their photo at all, then I would just leave. Uh, I wouldn't even kind of even meet with that person. Yeah. And I mean, but this is also a side effect of online dating. So I'd also diversify where you're finding people. And we talk about this a lot, you know, go around and find things you're interested in and meet people that way. Uh, yeah. Then you know exactly what they look like. So um, yeah, I it does raise, I would say a pink flag, maybe a definitely a red flag. If you or magenta flag, if you go in, they look totally different. So I'm not sure how different it's looking. I mean, I, the common thing I hear is that this person's weight is different than in the photo. Mm. And that could be that you gained or lost weight, but you just haven't thought about changing your photo. I mean, that's possible. Yeah. But yeah, is it deception? Uh, you know, there's like this kind of continuum of deception and yeah, it would make me kind of give pause. So I don't think you're overreacting in any way no um I think ultimately it
0: comes down to uh the photo is sort of the first thing that your date will trust you on and by not giving an accurate representation of those photos uh or of yourself through the photos then yeah you are going to create some mistrust that being said uh is everyone going to look exactly the same in all other photos and in person probably not I mean uh the photo game on online dating is a fickle one because, you know, they'll say, oh, try to put photos up that look great of yourself. Uh, but, you know, try not to do selfies or try not to do ones where you're you're with, uh, you know, uh, girls if you're a guy or a guy if you're a girl. And there's all these rules. So people will tend to go with uh, photos that may be a bit older just because... You know, maybe with these other stipulations in place, they can't find a photo that quite fits the bill. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's unfortunate because I don't feel like largely it's a win-win scenario because either way, you're changing your photos because maybe, you know, maybe you took a vacation a year and a half ago and you look slightly different, but at least it's a kind of a more exciting photo, but maybe Mm -hmm. you're slightly different looking. Well. You know what do you do? You do take a selfie so it's a little bit more recent, or do you go with the the vacation photo? Um, I think the real the the best way to address this, and this goes for anybody if you're doing online dating, hire a photographer, hire somebody who you can go out with, and mm-hmm. you can take a standard set of photos, a few different ones, cost you maybe a hundred bucks. Maybe at the most, it's depending on the photographer you get. Just get somebody who can take some photos of you,
1: and, and if it's somebody that's building up their photography kind of practice, so to speak, um, yeah, they yeah. they might offer you a deal exactly in exchange in exchange for maybe you know you should always give people photo credit whenever you post online, but yeah, um, but you could give a special shout out to them in exchange for you know that they're going to take your photos if you write a review or two or whatever on their on their on different sites or on Google. Yeah. So because and you, also I think it's you can use these photos for work. You can you know, if, if your work needs a headshot. You could, but the thing is, like, if you have these
0: photos, they're all standardized. Like, they you can have like four or five taken in one day, and they're all the same. You all will look hypothetically the same in each photo. Maybe a few sort of changes, but that's about it. Um, uh-huh. I I make this recommendation for people a few times because. That way you avoid the photo situation of you don't have to worry about quality of photos because they'll take some really nice photos of you and you can have them all taken at the same time. doesn't have to, you know, obviously over time it'll not be so recent, but in terms of just getting those photos so that you largely look all the same in those photos and you mm-hmm. largely look the same when you meet up in person obviously not everyone's gonna do this i wish they would but nobody would nobody oh not everybody will um but it's just, at the same at the, at the end of the day it really boils down to like are you fine with them looking different if it's like a major like difference like say they say they're a 24 year old woman and they show up and they're a 60 year old man like obviously that's gonna be like a pretty major <laughs> i like difference. that you picked the total extreme <laughs> yeah Hey, what's up? <laughs> I like to like go watch Judge Judy and Law and Order. And it's like, hmm, I think something might be up here. <gasps> Look at uh, your stereotype. <laughs> wow. I'm terrible. Look I know. At that. I know. But no, like it, the idea is, is like, you know, just try and see, you know, what, what you can find with these uh, people. And, you know, I don't know, like if, if it is an egregious, like difference, like a weight thing or something else, then Yeah. You know, I think we've had, like, a few times, too, where people are like, hey, I am met up with somebody and they're transgender. Like, that's a pretty major thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. that is a hugely off-base thing from what you were originally saying to your, that you were. So, I guess at the end of the day, it really boils down to, like, are you okay with these differences? Mm-hmm. Um, for, you know, for instance, if I go on a date with somebody and they look slightly different, I'm going to ask myself, do I really care about this? Like yes, they may look different, and maybe I could put more importance on this than I need to. But the question is, is: am I okay with this? You know, if they end up being slightly bigger than what they are in their photos, I mean, are they? Is it still? Are they still attractive? Or are they still somebody I want to spend time with? You know, mm-hmm. maybe you know a little bit of leniency is not a, a bad thing either. But uh, mm-hmm. it's also good to have standards as well. But I think you know setting some ground rules for what do you find acceptable, what do you find you know good and there's nothing wrong with even telling the person at the end of the date like hey i gotta think about this because i'm not entirely sure and think about it like are those acceptable boundaries for you or you know is this something that you won't work for you and there's no wrong answer there's no right answer it's whatever works for you right
1: and i would say also if you're getting photos taken get some photos down with your pets there you go i think that's always helpful when you're doing online dating that people know that you're pet friendly Yep, and uh, plus it shows that you're caring, and plus it's always nice to have photos of your puppy or kitty. Yeah, always throw some of those in there.
0: Yep, I have a picture of me and my big
1: fat cat on my profile. So, I had I did not know that your cat was, Colin Farrell F E R A L. (laughs) So now I get why he's called that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's funny. He's not even fat. He's just he's a larger breed of cat so he's a little heather. he's a big cat i mean he's just a naturally big cat he's he's big he's big boned he kind of is like
0: i take him no to he the is vet. he's big i took him to the vet and i'm like he's kind of heavy and they're like no he's not fat he's just a big breed of cat i'm like okay it-
1: yeah no my dad's got two cats and one is like a uh i guess maybe it was a runt because he's super tiny and the other one's like eight months old and he's
0: huge oh he's
1: not even done growing yet so you know cats come in all shapes and sizes there you go
0: okay um next up is barrett Um, oh is that me are you i think it's me
1: Uh, Go for it. Barrett
0: says, Nerds, I'm a high school student. I will be graduating school in June and going to college in the fall. I've never had a girlfriend during my time in high school, but I'm interested in a girl. However, she is moving to the East Coast this summer and I'm going to the Southwest. I should go, or should I go for asking her out, or should I wait to ask someone out at college? I say, go for it. It Just ask her. Yeah,
1: you still have five months of school left, Barrett. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you do the long
0: distancing. Maybe you just, you know, end the relationship there's nothing wrong with having a short-term relationship uh i think people kind of get into that mindset of you need to have a long-term relationship you don't need Mm -hmm. to uh if it ends up working out for you guys that a short-term relationship works then do that too Um, and you you
1: might wind up with just a really good friend and that's okay that's
0: That's great that's great too yeah so Mm -hmm. i would say go for it live live life in the present don't worry too much about the future
1: Mm
0: -hmm. all right do you want to read miriam's email
1: Sure. Miriam says, nurse, my husband recently had to let a secretary go as she was stealing from the company. The new secretary they hired from is extremely inappropriate. She grabs his arms and strokes his back. At the Christmas party, I asked a co-worker and they said that he has to fire her. I've asked him to fire her, but he refuses to. I'm at my wit's end. What can I do at this point? Miriam. Miriam, at first I was thinking we'll give him an ultimatum, but this might be a little bit more, there might be more layers to this. Is this a boss's relative? I I don't know if he's the boss or he's going to boss above him, but is there a reason why he has to keep her on? Um, Could it be that, I mean, it doesn't make it right, but could he be under some pressure from some higher ups to keep her on? Yeah. Um, So I'd wonder that. Now he may like the attention and, you know, frankly, who wouldn't like the attention? Except if it's it's unwanted, that's different. If it's unwanted, then she's harassing him. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... I, that's what I would just ask him. i be like, well, tell me the reasons why you don't want to fire her. And maybe that he just doesn't want to go through the whole thing of letting her go again. You know, another one, letting another one go or finding another secretary. But, you know, if, if you have your wife saying to you, hey, I don't really like the way this person is touching you, um, I would think that a spouse would be like, yeah, that's kind of inappropriate. So what can you do at this point? Just be really honest and say, this feels really wrong to me. And... Is there a reason why she's staying around? Because yeah, I know the last one stole from you, but this one is touching you inappropriately. Yeah. So and and if, if he responds with, Well, it's not inappropriate, you could say, Well, it feels inappropriate to me. And that's what counts, right? Is that you're having a problem with it. Yeah. And and if he starts saying, Well, it's not that inappropriate, blah blah, you know, then again that's a that's kind of data collection for you if he's trying to defend it. Mm-hmm so the the whole physical touching part i mean i i'll just i'll just be very clear that you can harass someone with words too and behavior not just touching but the fact is it's it's gone up to touching and i I must did she do this in front of you or some coworkers told you about this i I mean that seems pretty inappropriate to me i don't know what do you think uh well i want to
0: give the husband here the benefit of the doubt um Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe he is going, maybe he does want to fire her, but maybe he needs to, you know, make sure that he's crossing and T- his T's and dotting his I's. A lot of times when you're letting somebody go like that, you got to be really careful because there could be repercussions legally mm-hmm. uh, and professionally as well. So I want to imagine maybe he's just being, you know, very vigilant to make sure that he avoids these issues. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, you know, maybe it is also a relative or something like that. Um, has he indicated to you that he is working on something or has a plan for this? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. The other thing is, too, is maybe he's comfortable with just telling this person, like, hey, stop touching me. Um, you know, it's entirely possible, you know, that this person, this secretary is touching him and he just flat out says, no, don't do that. Um, you right. know, we don't have to jump to letting somebody go because they've done this. You know, I think any workplace would rather pe- two, these two people work it out. And maybe if he is in a management pers- uh, role, he understands this and is maybe worked it out. Um, you know, you haven't indicated if it still is going on, which is kind of the hardest mm-hmm thing for me because if this happened one time and it hasn't happened since maybe he's resolved it by just telling this person like hey don't touch me like that I don't appreciate that Mm -hmm. Uh, if it's still going on then maybe ask him if he has a plan Um, Mm -hmm. you say you're at your wits end but like I don't know what you've really done aside from ask him to fire this girl Um, and even then I feel like there's a lot more involved with this that you know you don't have to jump to just necessarily firing this person I would say find out more information about what's going on. And if you really feel Mm -hmm. like there's more here that needs to be dived into, then, you know, maybe give him a bit more of like an ultimatum and kind of let him know that it bothers you. Maybe not an ultimatum, but maybe like let him know that it is something that that bothers you. But I would communicate more with him and see either A, if something's been done, if it's continuing, if it is continuing, then what his plan is for it and kind of go from there.
1: Yep. I, I, I'm a little bit tougher, I think, but I, I think that's good that you're considering that there may be different layers to this. Yeah. And maybe there's and, not,
0: like, maybe he, maybe he enjoys it. Maybe, you know, like there's mm-hmm. a few different avenues to this and it doesn't have to be one wrong or right answer.
1: There's, there's multiple layers potentially to this, but and I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. i'm still wondering if you've if if you miriam have seen her do this stuff yeah yeah there could be a co-worker stirring up trouble
0: yeah well to... my, my main thing is is this still continuing because right if this is just a one-off occurrence maybe he's dealt with it maybe you know he's moved on like that's kind of the hardest thing here for me is like do we know if it's still going on or not right yeah and there's been no indication in the email that it is or it isn't. So I guess that's kind of the toughest thing for me is, is this still going on.
1: And I, you have a good point because you have experience in the corporate world. I don't. So mm. you know, yeah, the whole firing aspect. Yeah. I think it's a little bit different in my state, but um, I'm assuming that, yeah, where you live, you, you may have to have a really solid evidence for letting someone go. We're a fire at will state. Uh, so I think it's a little bit different here.
0: Yeah. I think most, because there is potentially a lot of pitfalls and legalities associated with this. Um, and the question really kind of boils down to is like, you know, do they, like, I imagine partially that the work might've said to him, like, Hey, just don't fire her. Like, just figure like, come to figure it out yourself. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like I'm all I'm mm-hmm. all in support of, you know, if there's a case like this where, you know, it's between two people. Like yes, obviously the wife is partially involved to a degree. She doesn't work for the company, but she's involved with this. You know, resolve it between the two of you of the two of mm-hmm. them, right? And like if I was in a workplace and I was in the upper management, I would say the same thing. Like figure it out yourselves or at least try to uh obviously there's going to be extreme cases where this is impossible but at least give it like
1: harassment harassment something different i don't yeah, yeah. just to, just to be clear we're not talking about harassment yeah harassment's a whole different animal no, no. so so
0: anyways um yeah i would say at least it's talk.
1: possible like yeah he's already gone to hr and reported her yeah i i don't know yeah I I'm really curious to see is like is he the head person or is there someone that's above him?
0: Yeah, and find out from him and talk to him and see where it's at. If it continues, if it doesn't, then you know there you go.
1: So. I I think the way that he responds to you asking about it and at first, you gotta ask about it and this is really hard. Ask about it with some emotion detached from it, mm. um, and just say you know I'm I'm really concerned about this that this is bothering me and I think the way he responds to that will tell you. Everything you need to know.
0: Yep. I think that's it for this week. Okay. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, as always, you can email us at mailbag at 3andgreenerds.com. You can also check out stuff stuff over at Um, Check out more of our podcasts on 3andgreenerds.com.
1: Uh, Didn't you have something f- exciting happen with the podcast recently? I mean, I know you've gotten different sponsors and stuff. Probably. There's always exciting things
0: going on. No, we we got some... Yeah, I toss you
1: a pitch and,
0: you know. (laughs) I'm like, maybe it's just because I do everything for all the different podcasts. I feel like there's always something exciting with any of our podcasts, not even just one in particular, just because I work with so many of the uh, other shows. So I'm always like, probably... I get, I get this all the time. People are like, oh, so I saw there was some exciting stuff this week. I'm like, which show? Like, you have to tell me which show. I literally, I'm like, there's so many shows.
1: Like, probably. Because how many shows do you have now? Oh, like six or
0: eight at this point.
1: We've. I like back. how you're so blase about it. You're like, like six or eight. We've got a lot. <laughs> That's keeps amazing. Keeps me, Like six or eight. Well keeps, keeps, <laughs> keeps me single.
0: Just kidding. You what? It keeps me single. I said, just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, can't go on a date with you. I got I gotta record this podcast with
1: staff. I have my eight podcasts. Yeah, I, I got my eight podcasts. Of. Yeah, we'll we'll do a date during one of the podcasts. That would be awkward. No, I wouldn't do that. Oh yeah, that would that would be interesting. That would be. <laughs> that would probably be a disaster. Let's be honest. That would that would be a bad <laughs> idea. Now I want you to do that because maybe you could just we could just like ask and if the person's like oh totally have them sign like an agreement and then you yeah know, have but, them do it. Yeah. And then they're like the best podcast host ever. And then uh,
0: watch me try to. uh... Actually, that could be interesting because then people could like take notes on what I do. That could be interesting. No, I won't do it. (laughs) Uh, All right. (laughs) We'll see you all next time. Bye for now. Bye.
1: (laughs)